The SHM Financial Group is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control or any other government agency. This is Malotsky on Money with Stan and Lee Malotsky from the SHM Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Stan and Lee provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Malotsky on Money with your hosts, Stan and Lee Malotsky. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Malotsky on Money podcast. Um, we have with us Mr. Stanley H. Malotsky, president of the SHM Financial Group. Good myself, morning. Good, good morning, morning Stan. Good morning. And uh, myself, Lee Malotsky. Um, Longtime partner of Mr. Stanley H. Malotsky since 1958, been doing this since 1985. So 35 years in the making. And we have with us Mr. Tony, uh, AKA Anthony. Good morning, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll stick with uh, just just Tony, co-host Tony Shore. How about that? So uh, guys, great, yeah, great to be here with you again today. And uh, I know we we all had uh, a long uh, weekend last weekend, and uh, hopefully everybody's having a good week and just uh, working hard. I know I've been really busy, and we just got a new puppy uh, in our household, so uh, that's like having a, a new baby, basically, uh, getting up during the night. We're trying to make our, our kids take care of it so we don't have <laughs> yeah. to, but you know how good, that works. Good luck with that. So is that called yeah, res- it, res- responsibility? exactly so if i sound a little more tired today it's because we have a new puppy and that's in addition to our other dog we have another dog and three cats already so that's a farm uh, yeah yeah, we've got we're we're gonna opening a pet open a petting zoo here but uh other than that i'm great now uh stan how have you been are you keeping busy over there yeah very busy busier than we normally are under the circumstances that trying to juggle all these things up in the air and uh, do all these electronic things that uh, not really my field of expertise but I'm learning slowly but I'm learning yeah yeah it's awesome uh Lee how about you uh, have you been keeping busy I'm learning a lot of new things about homeschooling and oh, yeah. to- and togetherness. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So uh, I know there's a lot of difficult uh, or <clears throat> people are having some difficulties out there. Um, you know, every day is another story. So keep plugging as, as we all need to do and, and focus toward the future. And make sure you wash your hands and keep your distance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, got to be smart. Go. Got to be smart about this whole thing. So this morning we're going to talk a little bit about. <clears throat> um, like the movie is called from years ago, uh, The Seven Deadly Sins. I don't know if, Tony, if you remember who the four main characters were or who the actors or actresses were. In, in uh, the, in, boy, in that movie, I don't. You don't? I don't remember either. So probably no. the most famous of all act, actors, uh, you know, all the ladies' heartthrob is Mr. Bradley Pitt, Brad Pitt. Oh, okay. was one of the stars in that movie. Anybody oh, else? Yeah. Do you remember anybody else? There was a, a wacky dude. He always plays a crazy role. He's a wacky dude himself, I think. 
um, Mr. Kevin Spacey. Oh, Kevin fantastic, Spacey, yeah. Fantastic actor. Um, how about Gwyneth Paltrow? Oh, okay. And your last but not least, Mr. Morgan Freeman. So those are Oh the, yeah, Morgan Freeman Mor- was in that yeah. seven. Yep. The seven yep. deadly very, very creepy movie. But we're gonna talk about the seven deadly sins of, of retirement. Actually we're gonna add an eighth, but um that we want to address in today's planning. And and it, and you started out by talking about your pup your new puppy dog. And yep. it, it's a day and eight you're you're kind of teaching your kids responsibility. Um I think today, and because of the changing of the world and the changing of the tides, many companies sadly going out of business, many of them, there'll be a new dawn. Um, People have to take responsibility, great word, uh, for their own personal retirement planning. So very fewer and fewer companies out there offer uh, pensions. And um, that's an important part of, or integral part of someone's strategy. Uh, you want to make sure that you have enough income to live in retirement, and with lack of pensions, it really makes it really puts the onus on the individual to take personal responsibility. So we're going to walk through a number of items today that we think um, are pertinent today to today's planning. Some of the risks that are involved, so that people um, live a long and healthy retirement and don't run out of money. All right. Well, what's the first one? So the first one is withdrawal rate risk. So what does what does that mean in English? It means that it's the percentage of the assets that you have that you're going to withdraw annually so that you can live on during retirement. So that has changed over the last eight to 10 years, I'd say, maybe even somewhere, somewhere in that vicinity. What does that mean? It, it means that so it used to be sustainable um, or doable at about 4%. I think today it's closer to 25 or 3% of someone's assets um, they can withdraw from their retirement assets so, so that they uh, don't run out of money, which it's more and more and more difficult today as interest rates have gone and dropped off the face of the earth. So at, if interest rates are high, significantly higher so back in the 80s um interest rates were were sky high not that after tax after market and after inflation they were negative but back then you could earn 10 11 12 chime in if you if you may stand um they could get a lot higher interest rates on a certificate of deposit so the or or whatever instruments they had and that interest they could use for themselves in retirement. Well, with interest rates at close to zero and, and throughout the world almost ne- negative, it's extremely difficult to make ends meet and not run out of money if you are consistently withdrawing 4% of your assets because there's no yield on some of these assets today. As a matter of fact, some of them are negative. Well, the other problem you have too, you have a, a stock market that is in uh you know, a state of flux. It's up 300, 400 points today. Tomorrow, it's off down 300 points. You don't have no semblance of stability because of all the things that are going on throughout the world as well as in this country. So it's a matter of looking at the base and to make sure that your base is protected, that you can draw off and out the amount of income you think you would like to have to maintain the style to which you have become accustomed to. 
that's the critical part of you know planning uh, you know couple of years ago, Lee and I wrote a book called Exit Strategies on Pre- and Post-Retirement, and a couple of the chapters dress specifically about how you reallocate and readjust what you're trying to do in order to get the income flow that you need and still to make sure that you do not run out of money. And our approach to retirement planning and income flow is to make sure our clients do not run out of money. Whether there's money left for heirs, that's not our responsibility. Our responsibility is to show the client how they can in turn have the income flow they need. And then if anything is left, fine, then that is in turn created as an estate for the heirs to in turn take advantage of. But our goal is to make sure that our clients do not run out of money. And with that in mind, you have to look at one of the next phases or an additional phase of what you have to prepare for, which is longevity risk. When we started or when I started in planning way, way back in the olden days, you plan for someone to live to around 75, 80, and then it was moved up to 85, 90. And when Lee joined the practice, it was basically that's what we were focusing on. Today, when we set out planning for clients, our goal is to plan for them to have enough cash flow to live to age 110. We all know people today that are living to 100 or more. So the longevity is there. Therefore, you have to plan for whatever age factor you wanna factor in we factor in between 100 and 110 as having enough money for our clients by utilizing a variety of different options. We have no product line. Our goal is to find that which makes the most sense for the client at the particular time. Today, with the uncertainty that exists in the world, it's extremely important you have things that are solid and substantial what we call the no-risk things, the green things, and then you want to certainly have something that can participate in the excitement of the marketplace. I just want to chime in briefly. Um, I just happened to flip through our book, um, Exit Strategies for a Secure Retirement, this morning. You don't go to sleep with reading that book every night, Lee? <laughs> I'm, I, That's a great book, chock full of great information. And you. our listeners can get a copy, too, right, on oh. Amazon. Or if they set up a complimentary consultation, I bet you'll just give them one. Right? Uh, you, you would you'd be a w- winning better in that case, correct? Exactly. Well, so let me just read an excerpt from page 26. Um the, the, the chapter is called Whack-A-Mole Risk. Have we... <laughs> That's right. uh, we'll Who talk, named that uh, one? Stan or no, Lee? That was Lee? Who do you think? That was, that was, <laughs> that was definitely awesome. Lee. That was great. You know, it's the old... It's from... It's actually from the old boardwalk game. You know, it's that Whack-A-Mole. Remember your yep. kids played that? Oh, yeah. You took, you took the, the whack thing and you hit the mole and then one, when one went down, the other one popped up. Or, so we, we kind of like you know, and, and use that as an analogy during retirement, retirement during challenging financial topography of today's times means it's important more than ever to know which of your assets are at risk. Navigating this financial landscape starts with a planful, planful asset management 
that takes into account your specific needs and options. Interestingly enough, highlighted in my book this morning, page 26, even if you feel that you have plenty of money in your 401k or IRA, not knowing how much risk those investments are exposed to can cause you major financial suffering. So we break money down into two separate sections. It's one's called no-so money, K-N-O-W, no-so, which are safer and more dependable style assets. And then hope-so money, which are assets exposed to risk and fluctuate with the market. In our, as part of what we do for people, as, as we all know, uh, but, uh, is utilize a very brief 11 question um, risk assessment found on our website, shmfinancial.com, or you can call us at the office briefly. It takes four minutes, it's 11 questions, and we break down your score and compare your score of that brief survey to what assets you have. Make sure your assets are in conjunction and match up the risk that you're comfortable in taking with those assets. You can keep in mind, if, if you want to contact us or as listeners to this podcast, you're entitled to a complimentary copy of our book. Just call at 1-800-MONEY, M-O-N-E-Y, S-H-M, and ask for Stan, Lee, Mary, Sandy, Lisa. Tell them you heard about it on the podcast and you'd like a copy of our book, Exit Strategies. And we'll be more than happy to explain to you how you can get the book. So that you, you, you just kind of, let's summarize, but you just mentioned longevity risk. Obviously people are living longer and longer and longer today to age 100 and beyond. So it's, it's important that we make sure that people's assets um, last as long as they do. You don't wanna run out of money. That's so the we key. just had a couple meetings last week where we're learning to Zoom and Skype Right, Tony? And um, <laughs> Right. We had a, a couple meetings and both with two couples. Both are just about to retire in the next two, three months. One of their biggest concerns, if not their biggest concerns, was is that they both said the same thing. It was, interestingly enough, it was both the husbands were like, we just don't want to run out of money. That's our biggest concern. We don't want to run out of money. So we want to make sure they're in position so that most of their assets um, are situated so that at that point in time that it creates an income stream, a very, very dependable income stream that will last a lifetime. And part of one of the other points to hit on is you also have to be aware of of this thing called inflation risk. You know, the government keeps telling you that inflation is low and it is based on the combinations of things that they have in their, in what they include in the consumer price index, but there are some things that aren't in the consumer price index that we spend for all the time. And one is called uh, shelter, and the other is called what we eat. So you have different things that are not factored into the consumer price index. And if you go to the store or somehow shop uh, in this environment, you do know that prices of certain things have increased dramatically during this crisis. So we always have to be prepared for inflation because it is here, even if the government says the inflation rate is one and a half to 2%. And if you even factor in that number, and if you retire and you need $100,000, well, using the 2% inflation rate, 
in 10 years, you're going to need about $125,000 just to have the same buying power that you have today at 100. And if you take that out another 10 years, and then it'll be 150 to 160,000 using the 2% inflation rate compounding that you need for today's 100,000. That's assuming that the inflation rate is only one and a half to 2%. And it's also assuming that your asset base does not deteriorate in value. So part of the inflation risk and part of managing clients' money is to show them different things that they can utilize that in turn protect their assets, give them a guarantee of an inflation rate along with the opportunity to participate in the markets but have no risk to the market. And for additional information on anything that we talk about, uh, don't hesitate to contact us at one 800 Money, M-O-N-E-Y-S-H-M. What would you say today's inflation, I, I know they say it's around 3%. What do, you, what do you think, it? what do you really think it is today? It's closer to four, four and a quarter percent. I just look at the things that I personally buy. Pretzels, that's a main thing for me. That's my, my, my thing that I use and the price of the pretzels keep going up and the size of the bag keeps going down. So... That's part of my inflation guide. Tony, what would you say around today? Uh, as far as inflation goes? Yeah, what yeah would pick you, a Just number. a guess. Just, uh, oh, what do you think inflation rate is? Yeah, well, it depends yeah. if you're talking about health care or uh, bubblegum. Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly right. I mean, as you get a little older and closer to retirement, if not retired, I think inflation's even closer to five because yeah. you, you have to deal with medical issues and, uh, you know, just medical I things. Can, I can tell you my health insurance and medical has gone up way more than even 5%. But uh, regular, the government says inflation's like one or two. Correct. Uh, but in reality, when you're looking at things like certain groceries and other things, um, it's higher, right? Yeah. Well, I, I'm on your farm, I'm sure it is. <laughs> how many five cats and three dogs or how many yeah how many that's kids? right oh and a rabbit and a I rabbit forgot about the rabbit god bless you yeah. <laughs> yeah. all right so uh, that that segues into number four perfectly uh so we talked about number one withdrawal rate risk two longevity risk three inflation risk four is investor behavior risk so i would say that's one of the most difficult ones to kind of um, really pinpoint. But typically, uh, over the last 20 or so, almost 20 years, um, 15 to 20, about 20 years, in inflation, the S&P's averaged about 8%, 8.2% or so. The, yet the average investor himself or herself, I'd say their returns are closer to 2%. And why is that? People behave incorrectly whether it's you know markets starting to run away they get in markets starting to deteriorate like sadly it did in, in march of this year um significantly during the early parts of the crisis um people panic and and they get out so the the markets have averaged let's call it eight to make it easy simplistically average investors behavior throw with that in there average investor earns about two 
and that's over a 20-year period. So that's pretty scary. Well, it's primarily, like you said, because people get in at the wrong time and they get out at the wrong time. So it's a matter of just looking at your own emotions and doing things that are counter to that, which is very, very difficult for most people to do. So sometimes it's better to do different things away from what the crowd forces you to think you want to do. You know, you do the opposite of what most people do. You'll normally be correct in what you're trying to accomplish. And I have a basic rule of thumb that, uh, you know, it's something that I observed many, many years ago and continue to observe. And it's basically when you have, if you still have a local newspaper, when the headlines of the local newspaper are trumping about a certain thing or they're harboring on a certain thing, it's normally the end of that particular thing, and it's time yep. to reverse yourself and go off into another direction when they're talking about how bad things are, how bad things are, the world's coming to an end. It's time to be a little bit proactive in the marketplace if you have the stomach to do that. And there are different ways that you can do that where you can participate in the market and not have the risks of the market. That's part of what we prepare clients for, And when they do this risk analysis that Lee talked about, uh, we show them how they in turn can move assets to certain kinds of things where they can participate but not have the risk of loss in the marketplace. When we used to do public speaking, and um, hopefully it comes back at some point when, I, I know certain parts of the country restaurants are reopening and people are starting to plan for summer events and gatherings, et cetera. We're not quite ready for that here, um, but at some point when we do. So we, we talked about investment behavior. Um, we also talk about, very importantly, interest rate risk. So interest rate risk is something that happens when um, interest rates at some point in time go up, right? So what happens to the value of a bond when interest rates are starting to fall or falling like they have? The value of most people's bonds are should be at their all-time high today. Um, as interest rates go down, and the value of the bonds go up. As interest rates go up, the value of their bonds go down. So the interest rates, if we look back to the late 60s, maybe early 70s to 2000, to, to early 2000s, the 10-year treasury returned about 5%. So Stan, what's today, uh, the 10-year treasury today is what about about one one and a half percent i think that might be even a stretch but let's call it one percent so if we have a hundred thousand dollars in a a treasury years ago we could earn five percent or five thousand dollars today tony on a hundred thousand dollars at one percent we earn our thousand dollars (laughs) right yeah so that puts a lot of pressure on our plans if we can only squeeze one percent of juice out of our orange right if we can only right get a thousand dollars out of our hundred um if not lose money on our hundred that puts a lot of pressure on our retirement plans so we want to be well aware of the effect of interest rates on the assets that we own in today's very very low if not negative yielding environment well you right Well, you also have to look at what's going on and realize that there's a lot of uncertainty uh, throughout the world uh, for a variety of different reasons. So therefore, people uh, 
sometimes are looking for more safety than they are for some kind of appreciation. So the treasuries do offer that as well as some of the other instruments that we make available to clients that protect their asset base and give you a little bit higher return than the treasuries and a certificate of deposit. I mean, you can get from various uh, insurance companies a guaranteed rate of return for three years, five years, seven years that are substantially higher than a certificate of deposit, and yet that money is tax-deferred unless you take the interest out. So you get the double kick of the guarantee, a higher rate, and the fact that it's tax-deferred until you decide to withdraw the money from the particular account and then it becomes taxable. So there's all kinds of different things that you should be, the listener should be exposed to as long as they're dealing with an entity that can expose you to these different things and then you make various choices. You wanna have a menu that has a lot of different things that you can pick from where you're not just locked into a specific product line that that particular company or that representative from that company uh, can only offer. It's, Tony, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, it's just critical that you have diversity in the choices that you're looking to select. That's part of what our theme is and how we've developed our practice. We work for the client. We don't work for a company. The client, right. The client is our company and that's who we work for and we find that to which makes the most sense for the client. Sure. Right, the client is the employer, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, so Lee, how many uh, how many more do we have to go here? I was going to say, how much time do we have left? Not much. Okay, so <laughs> well, let's, can, let's can, give it out there. We, could, no, we can continue we, on, but about, we finish, have about two minutes. And we can finish it up next week. That's true. Yep, yep. So we have two more to go. One, I'll, I'll give you the one, and then we can talk about the other one next week or or wrap it up today and you tell us how much time at a minute left sure. let us know so sequence of returns probably one of the most difficult to understand and why but if you look over a 20-year period um and you reverse the returns um if, as long as you're not taking money out of those assets if you have you know five hundred thousand dollars in your ira and the re over 20 years whether it goes up the first 10 and down the second 10 or down the first 10 and up the second 10, the, the monies will be worth exactly the same at the end of the 20 year period. However, during retirement, when you're extracting monies from your retirement plans, it's extremely important to be, awa to be aware of sequence of return risk. If those negative returns happen very early on in the first three years of your retirement, and then the positive ones are at the end, you could very, very, very well run out of money because the pressure that you're putting on by extracting money, excuse me, to live on, as well as the, the negative forces of the loss of money in the account puts undue pressure on and creates a hole that you can't dig out of. There's a fascinating chart that we have, if anybody is interested in that chart, called our sequence of return risk. Again, email us, Lee at SHM Financial. Call us, 1-800-MONEY-SHM. Be happy to get that chart out to you. 
we'll shoot you an awesome. email of the chart. It's a great chart, but it's extremely important. That's why we say it's extremely sure. important to be aware of where on the football field you are, how close to the yeah. end, how close to the end zone yeah. you are. Yep. You don't want to drop, yep. don't want to drop the ball or turn it over. So what's the final point? It is market rate risk. The fine, we could spend about three different programs talking about market rate risk and what that all involves. <laughs> I want to do but, a little now and then we'll finish, yeah, we'll, we'll begin next show the, the with key, the same topic. The key, yes, the, the key to that is, and this is the highlight of the book that we wrote, you must absolutely have an exit strategy. I mean, life doesn't always happen the way you expect it or would like it to. That's why to, you need to know you're not locked into specific investments it's like being on an airplane. You need to know how to operate the oxygen mask. Or in yeah. movies, you need to know where the exit is. In, in your portfolio, you have to have the ability to be able to remove yourself. You have to have an exit strategy. And we'll spend yeah. more time when we open up the program next week. Yeah, sounds good. We're out of time for this week. But a lot of great points, uh, a lot of great information packed into today's show. Um, Lee, one more time before we go, let our listeners know about that complimentary consultation you're offering. Sure, available. Um, email us your information. Call us 1-800-MONEY-SHM. The email address, Lee, L-E-E, at SHM Financial. And we'll set up a uh, 15, 20-minute Zoom, Skype, phone call, whatever it is, we'd be happy to speak with you and go over our risk assessment, complimentary risk assessment, and at some point, hopefully, actually see you in our office as things start to clear up a little bit out there in the in the real world. Have a safe All week, right. everybody. And remember, whack-a-mole. <laughs> whack-a-mole. All right. Uh, thanks, guys. And that does it for Milotsky on Money with our hosts, Lee and Stan Milotsky. Thank you for listening to Malotsky on Money. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Stan and Lee Malotsky at the SHM Financial Group. Call 856-854-2224 or visit them online at shmfinancial.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Investment advisory services offered through Malotsky Tax Advisory Group, LLC, a New Jersey registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services are offered through SHM Financial Group. Malotsky Tax Advisory Group, LLC, and SHM Financial Group are affiliated companies. Stan Malotsky, Lee Malotsky, Malotsky Tax Advisory Group and the SHM Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.